0: Hello and welcome back to day two of the Energy Exports Conference here in Aberdeen and we're delighted to be joined by Tracy Watson, Business Development Director at Glacier Energy. Hi Tracy. Hi there, uh, Master, how are you? I'm not bad, great. It's been an exciting couple of days but how, how have you found the conference so far?
1: I found it great actually, it's gone really well. We have a stand here and uh, which has been really busy, lots of people have come to it. I really enjoy uh, being at an event in Aberdeen because I spend so much time in events out with Aberdeen because we're so relevant to the renewables, the hydrogen, the carbon Capture uh, and energy storage markets. That it's nice of an event in Aberdeen that's relevant with good speakers at the conference and then also the networking opportunity as well. So it's been a really busy couple of days and actually I've been really, I really enjoyed it. So I think it's been really successful for Glacier Energy.
0: And just talk to me, you mentioned kind of. Carbon capture, energy storage. Talk to me a bit about what you guys are up to in that hydrogen and energy storage space. Really, quite an exciting and kind of burgeoning area for us at the moment. Yeah.
1: So we, um, Glacier Energy, we design and manufacture pressure vessels and heat exchangers. So we've got a very strong heritage in oil and gas, but pressure vessels and heat exchangers are, are relevant to oil and gas as they are to chemical plants, and now also in hydrogen process and in carbon capture and energy storage. So we've done a, we've done a carbon capture project. We've done quite a few energy storage projects and uh, we're working with quite a lot of VPCs on what's happening in the clusters, the Track 1 clusters in the UK, but we have a special interest in hydrogen storage. So we are working with Robert Gordon University on developing a new type of vessel uh, for hydrogen storage.
0: I mean at the moment we've got so much Generation uh, going on with offshore wind, Scott Wind, for example. A lot of questions around grid, a lot of questions about what to do with that excess energy. So just talk to me about, I guess, the demand for that type of uh, facility, I suppose, and I, I suppose talking a bit about our manufacturing capacity here in the UK as well and some of the pressures there.
1: Yeah, so I think you touched on it. There's Scotland, a massive wind capacity coming in Scotland and what we're hearing in the market is that the grid is not going to be able to cope with all that electricity. So what do you do with excess electricity from, uh, from wind or excess energy from wind? You could produce hydrogen. So there's quite a few projects like the, the Dolphin ERM project of where they're going to look at producing hydrogen as source from, um, from wind. Now, one thing you can store is hydrogen. So you can't store excess el- um, electricity, though there are lots of smart companies looking at ways of doing that. And the use for hydrogen, I mean, I think the UK government want 10 gigawatts of hydrogen by, by 2050, and Scotland by 5 gigawatts by 2030. So um, I think the fact that hydrogen has been recognized as um, an energy that can be stored. And what I see in the, the UK manufacturing market is there is UK manufacturing in the UK, clearly not sufficient for all the massive projects around you know, still oil and gas and, and hydrogen and carbon capture. But when you look at hydrogen storage in particular, there's a lot of uh, manufacturing in Europe and there's a lot in Scandinavia. They're very expensive, that's what I'm hearing from the market, hydrogen storage is very expensive and also very long lead time. So it could take up to 18 months to get um, vessels or a bank of vessels manufactured. So we're working with Robert Gordon University and we're trying to come up with, um, we're doing R&D, we got funded by the Scottish government only at All Energy a few weeks ago. And we're looking at developing a new type of hydrogen storage vessel that's competitive in the market with shorter lead time. So we want Scotland to really be a major hydrogen storage player so that we can um, develop something that's that's cheaper and faster than that's currently there. To really put the UK manufacturing of hydrogen storage at the forefront because at the moment there's a danger it will go out with the UK.
0: Yeah, and, and with that kind of lead time you can really see how things can build up and build up fast. Um, just talk, you mentioned obviously not just hydrogen, but oil and gas and other areas too. Just tell me a little bit about the split of the business for Glaceo, not not just I guess here in the UK, but we're at an exports conference uh, and the international picture as well.
1: Well, Glacier, not only do we design and manufacture pressure vessels, we also have a big play into wind. So we um, have a, a non-destructive testing inspection company that works with um, several big mon- manufacturers of the monopiles for wind. So what our role is in that is that we inspect the welds on the monopiles so the tubes get welded together, we inspect the, w- the welds. So um, that's a, a really big um, play into into wind, along with we do um, inspection of... Um, onshore wind. So the blades inspection, the turbine, the new cells. So I think again, that supply chain needs to sit in the UK and we're really keen to, to to supply that and to build that and make sure that the wind supply chain doesn't sit out with the um, out with the UK. Was there a second part to your question that I meant?
0: Uh, it was more, about this, well, I think you kind of touched on both parts there, but I was just gonna kind of, kind of lead on from that. And, and once again, talking about the, the wind services piece, At a conference like this, you've got this opportunity to really showcase that to to the world, really. and it's
1: really relevant. So what we find is onshore in-service wind is as relevant in the UK, but there's lots in Europe and Scandinavia. So we've been doing multiple projects in Europe and Scandinavia, inspecting blades, inspecting the turbine. So it's a very exportable skill. And, um, and we're certainly building some momentum in that so that's an area where we're doing again a lot of R&D around repair of, of blades so that we can become really relevant in the global market so it's not just UK focus it's UK expertise that we're wanting to bring to the to the rest of the world so it's, um, it's a really interesting and exciting time for Glacier.
0: Fantastic and let's just circle back to that first question how important are uh, events like this not just for yourselves as a company we're talking about Aberdeen as a city as well uh, just, uh, your view on that that and I guess what kind of hopes kind of takeaways would you hope people to come away with from this? I
1: think events like this are massively important for uh, Aberdeen, for Scotland, and for just UK PLC. It's um, very easy to look at manufacturing elsewhere, in Asia, where it's potentially cheaper. We need to have homegrown and very exportable. So we need to get the cost of some of these items down, we need to make hydrogen more efficient, and we have the skills because we Aberdeen particularly has the oil and gas background, there's so many, you know, there's a lot of engineering capabilities to hear there's a lot of people in the industry really got good transferable skills that if we you know, we put them to good use that Aberdeen is really relevant to that, the, the global market and making companies like Aramco here today and the EIC organising that and the one-to-ones it really helps companies understand how they fit into that and how they can be relevant to, to the, the wider global supply chain and, and, and fits into these projects. So I think the IC have done a really good job with this. I think it's been well attended and uh, everybody's engaged with it in, in a really strong
0: way. Fantastic, It's an excellent note to leave it on. Thank you so much for being with us, Tracey. That's Thank us you. for now. We'll have uh, more from day two of the EEC just after this.
1: Out Loud is the podcast from Energy Voice.